Would you throw that, here's my life, on the screen? I want to ask you a question. And it's a really simple question. Here's my life, Lord. Is that, is that really, like, is that really what we're saying? Are you really saying, can you really say to God, God, I trust you more than I do me? God, I trust you enough to obey you. I trust you enough to, uh, to say, I don't have dreams. I don't have plans. I only want your dreams and your plans. I mean, that's what we're saying. And, and, and what, what if? What if the terrible happens? You know, well, what if when it all hits the fan, you know? Can you still say, will you still say, here's my life, Lord? I, I really do trust you. I trust you with my every step. I, 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 I trust you to be God over me. I, I'm, not, I'm not in control. You're in control. You're God. And I trust you and I, I trust you and I believe that you love me. I'm not going to give myself to the temporary things of this world. I'm not going to run after stuff that's not you. I'm not going to believe the lies of the enemy that I somehow have to meet some sort of criteria. I'm just going to trust your righteousness. Here's, here's what we're saying. That, that, little, that little line right there, here's my life, Lord, is, is what salvation exists of. That's it. It is you declaring day after day after day after day. You're God, and I'm not. And here's my life. Here's my life. Take it. Take it, God, and do, do what you want with it. Do whatever you want to do with my life. No matter how hard, no matter how far, no matter how long, no matter whatever, God, I just, here's my life. Because you deserve it, God. So I, I want you to, we're just going to sing that part again and however world wants to finish, but I wanted to sing this part again. And, and I want to ask you, maybe there's some stuff that you brought in this morning and, and some stuff that you need to surrender. And maybe you need to surrender the guy next to you who has really become God for you. Maybe you need to surrender some issues or, or some forgiveness or some bitterness. Or, or I, I, want you to, I want you to see it this way, though well I don't want to surrender these things that are but think about it like this all you're surrendering is your weakness you're saying to God God I surrender the inability to follow you see when we surrender to God what we're really doing is saying without God you're going to sin that's who you are but with God you have the freedom not to it's really an excuse for Christians because Romans chapter 6 teaches us that we're no longer slaves to sin but slaves to righteousness so you're not surrendering like oh something great you're surrendering a lustful mind and a, a depraved eye and a, and a heart of stone and a, um, um, a, a, a really non-focused ability to do anything good you're surrendering your junk your inability so maybe there's something that you need to do that with this morning. You just need to say, you know what? I'm just going to put that right there. Here's my life, God. Here it is. This, is. this is all of me. Do what you want. Break me, mold me, shape me, ruin me. You, you are the potter and I am the clay. And should, should the clay say to the potter, I don't like what you've made me. Hello? 
go because you're the clay, not the potter. Not the potter. I just want to take this one second and just sing this chorus. I, I just feel like there's somebody that brought some burden in this morning. I know some of you are tired. It's been a long night, but I feel like there's somebody that have brought some burden in this morning, and it might be some issues in your family. It could be some issues that are dealing with shame in particular. Some of the ladies, I, I think maybe a mistake made here or there has is, is really haunted you. And I, I, just, I just want you to just say to the Lord, here's my life, God. Here it is. It's everything. Do what you want. Here's my life. All right? So we're just going to do that part together, and then we'll get into the word for a second. All right? And here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. And here's my life, Lord. And here's my life, Lord. And here's my life, Lord. Speak what is true. Sing, here's my heart. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Oh, speak what is true. Speak what is true. Make that your prayer. Speak what is true. Father, we ask this morning that you would speak truth over us. And that your voice would be clear and evident. Your purpose and your plan would penetrate any plans we have of our own. May we learn this morning what it means to follow you. May we abandon everything to run hard after you. Long for nothing more than to be like you. We love you, Lord. We give you all of our heart. We give you all of our worship. We submit ourselves completely to you. We love you. We do everything that we do today in your name. It's in that name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, brother. Hey, we're going to switch it up. Uh, our, our time is a little bit short. We're going to switch it up uh, and, and do something a little different than I did with the, uh, with the junior high because you guys are high school. Um, and uh, I want to share something a little more personal with you. Can we have... Yeah, just where I can see their faces. These lights are like in my eyes, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I want you to turn your Bible to Philippians chapter 3. 
uh, or your app or whatever it is that you, that you have with you or look on with someone that has something with them. And let me just say this about, um, about the Bible. Uh, it's important uh, that we, um, we stop, take the fish off our car or actually learn to study the Bible. Right? I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, if you said you were an A&M fan, right? And you didn't know anything about A&M, the rest of the fans would kill you. (laughs) Right? Because it's a cult. So they would kill you. But if I said to you, well, um, how did you like the new movie... Um, I don't know, I can't think of one that's out now, but um, anyway, how did you like this movie? And you were like, it was great. And I'm like, really, it was great? Well, tell me about it. Well, I only saw like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, well, moron, you don't know if it's good or not. You only saw that everybody could have died after you left, you know? Um, But then when it comes to our relationship with Jesus and when it comes to the Bible, that's pretty much how we do. About 80% of the people in our churches have never read the Bible even all the way through. It's really, it's really kind of pathetic. True or not true? How do we anticipate to tell the world about Jesus if we have no concept of who Jesus really is from the very front to the very back? So I just say that as a as if, I'm a little harder on you guys. You guys are high school. You can handle it, okay? Um, it's just time. It's time for us to either take off the fish off the back of our car or really decide that if, if we're going to consider ourselves Christians, then we should spend some time investing in who God really is. Um, because to the world, it's a joke. To so much of the world, it's a joke. They, they, they really do look at a lot of us as Christians and go, whatever. So there's, there's an opportunity for us, and you guys are, are plenty capable, and you can get it in hardback, softback, metalback, camoback. You can get it in, in your app. You can get it on CD, DVD, uh, BVDs, however you want to get it, all right? <laughs> That's pretty funny. BVDs are underwear. Y'all didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even do that. <laughs> and that was pretty good. That was a pretty good joke. But it kind of loses itself when I have to like explain the whole thing. You know, it's like that wasn't very much fun. So, um, so I want to share something with you. Uh, I want to share something with you out of uh, Philippians chapter three. I uh, about about uh, three months ago, something happened in my family that um, I have four children, and a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 4-year-old, and a, uh, a 19-month-old. And um, one of my children was hurt by someone. Um, I was actually on a stage uh, in Taos, New Mexico, preaching. I've been walking with Jesus for... I don't know, since I was 20, I guess, 
been in the church my entire life. My granddad was a preacher and his granddad has been around it a long time. I've been studying the Bible in, a, in its entirety for a long time. I've preached literally, literally in, in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And this has absolutely rocked me to the core. And all the stuff, you know, the stuff, the Christian stuff, the stuff that, if you know it, that makes you, you know, in the hierarchy of Christianity, if you know the doctrine of you know, this or the doctrine of that, these big words that we came up with that aren't actually in the Bible. And you, you can get yourself in that kind of pattern really quick. And this just, uh, this just took me, it took me into deeper waters. And I remember so specifically asking God all these questions about why and what and how. And in particular, a scripture came to me from the Apostle Paul where Paul simply says, I've been persecuted and I'm here in this prison and, um, and I'm being persecuted for the gospel. He says, but I, I, don't, I don't lose heart because I know in whom I have believed. That interests me because I would think Paul, who is one of the greatest theologians of all time, highly, highly educated. He knows the law backwards and forwards. He is as, as educated a person as possible. I would think that Paul would say, I know in what I believe. Because if I ask you, are you a Christian? You would say, yes. And I go, well, what do you believe? You would say, well, I believe that Jesus was the son of God, born of a virgin, came to the earth, lived sinless life, died on the cross, rose again for my sins. He's coming back. But Paul doesn't say that at all. Paul says, I know in whom I have believed. He says, I know in the person, the person of Christ. When I started dating my wife, I didn't give her a questionnaire with 25 questions on it and go, here, I would like to know you. I know what she wants when we go to Sonic, not because she filled it out on the questionnaire, but because we go to Sonic a lot. <laughs> I think somewhere along the way, we've turned the the knowing, the intimate knowing of God into a knowing about of God. It's just knowing about God. I, I know that, you know, I memorized some scriptures and I got a gold spiritual star for it. Good for you. So we're, we're rewarding. It's kind of like the participation trophy, right? My kids... They, they play all kinds of sports, and we played in this soccer tournament when my kid was like six or seven years old, and they got whooped every single game. 
And then they gave him a trophy. He's like, Dad, let's put the trophy up in my room. I'm like, no, let's put it in the trash. You don't deserve it. You got your toe kicked. He's like, what? I'm like, dude, there is a winner and there is a loser. Those that have a relationship with Jesus, they win. Not because of who they are, but because of his victory. Those that don't, they lose. There's no participation trophy. You don't just get to say, well, I know these five verses, I'm in. It doesn't work like that. You either know and are intimately in relationship with Jesus, or you don't. It doesn't matter what you know about him. You don't think that the demons know about Jesus. You don't think that the enemy knows about Jesus. So when stuff happens, the knowing about is not enough. I need you to know that Savior, King, Friend, Counselor Jesus. I needed to know that He had not left me. I needed to know that Hebrews 13:5 was true, that He would never leave me or forsake me. I, I didn't need to know about it. I needed to know from His voice. I needed to know His person. If you were to call me and you were to say, I just saw your wife and she was uh, wearing a super short skirt walking across the Mar parking lot with her hair standing up in a mohawk and a, and a, you know, a ring coming out of her ear connected to her nose, I would say, you didn't see my wife. Now, she looks stinking sexy with her little nose ring. Yes, she does. I'm, I ain't afraid to say that. Hello, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hey. <laughs> but... I know her. If you were to say to me that I saw your wife and she said this to me, no, nah, it wasn't my wife. Because I know her. I don't know about her. Well, she's 5'7", she weighs 132 pounds, she's, you know, got a degree. No, no, no. I know her, her character. And so if you were to tell me that she, she just said, well, I'm just going to abandon you, I would say, you're a liar. Because I know her. And the calling of God for us is to, to know him, not to know about him. Would you like to change the world? Is this the world you want for your children to grow up in? Yes or no? Do you see the trends that are happening? Do you think those are going to stop? Is this what you want for your children? Yes or no? then knowing about is not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. Look at this. This is Ephesians 3. It says, verse 7 says this. I'm sorry, Philippians 3. I threw you guys off. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss. Say everything which would include what? Everything, right? Right? So everything would include everything. 
I just want to make sure we don't have any of those, you know, guys who are like, so, you know, like, so you're dating, but it's not exclusively dating, you know, you're kind of dating, you know, I want to make sure we have a, an understanding that everything is everything, all right? Everything, a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of, next word, what is it? What is it? What is the next word? The greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord for whose sake I have lost all things. I've lost everything, Paul says. I consider those things rubbish or in Greek, poo-poo. That's really what it means. In, in Greek, the word is, really is poo-poo. Poo-poo. <laughs> it's kind of a fun word, really, when you think about it, you know? I don't know why. You want to, anybody else want to say it? Poo-poo. <laughs> it's fun when you have kids, because, like, you use those kind of words all the time. You're like, yeah, where are you going? Oh, um, um, I got to go TT. <laughs> You're like, what? Sorry, I, I just hang out with four-year-olds all day. Um, you know, like... It's a fun word. I consider all, all, I consider all things or those things poo-poo. <laughs> should write that in. That I, may, that I may gain Christ and to be found where? In Him. Not around Him. All right? Not around Him. Not kind of close to Him. Not in the crowd that runs with Him. I want to be found in Him, which requires that you die be resurrected in the person Christ, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. This is not about, well, I made the seven steps to superior Christianity. Anybody in Christian college right now? Anybody in a Christian college? The seven steps to, this can be sometimes a little bit of a trap, right? Like, it's like, so, what do you know about dispensationalism? It can be a bit of a trap. Nothing wrong with knowing about it, right? But it's about it. It is not, it is not, it is not the essence of the person, Christ Jesus. So he says, I consider and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. It's not something that I accomplished, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God is by faith. And I want to, next word, know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing. Look at this. In his sufferings, becoming like him in death, so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. What's your prayer life like? Somebody pray me a sample prayer that you might pray during the day. Somebody just volunteer sample prayer. I'll volunteer for you then. What's your name, sir, there in the striped shirt, the green, yeah? Mm -hmm. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Kevin, are you single? Yes. Yes. No. So. <laughs> does your girlfriend know you're single? There we go. See, I told you we're going to have some issues with the whole 
Everything is everything, Kevin. You understand? Um, so here's your prayer life. Ready? Oh God, please help me get that other girl that's better than the girl that I currently have so that I can get rid of the girl that I currently have. Amen. Something like that. And God, please help me with my algebra test that I didn't study. And God, please, please let mom not freak out when she realizes that that dent in the garage door, yeah, that was me. Please, God. <laughs> when in our lives have we prayed this prayer? God, I want to know you. I want to suffer as you suffered. I want to count everything else in my life a loss just to know you more. Can you imagine? I want to know you and I want to I want to suffer God as you suffered. I want to I want that surpassing greatness. I want to know you as an in, in an intimate way, not about you. You can know about a lot of crud. And so everything hits the fan. Kind of like who your real friends are. You got friends? Yeah, I got friends. You might, you might know some people or know about some people, but when it hits the fan, you're going to find out who you really know. I believe that we're right here. High school. And we should be right here. And I can't think of a, or a good excuse why. Except that we sometimes put a little bit of focus on knowing about God and not a lot of focus on super really knowing God. It's a crazy prayer, Paul prays. I want to suffer like you did, that I might attain to the power of your resurrection? Are you getting this? Really? Really? That's just, that's just awesome. It's just awesome. Can I pray for you this morning? I want to pray for you. I want to tell you that I love you. Um, you're like, how can you love me? You don't even know me. Well, that's what allows me to love you. <laughs> See? It's easy. <laughs> I don't even know you. It's good. I can love you. No, the truth is, is that if I knew everything about you, I could still love you because God knows everything about me, which is yuck. And he loves me without condition. So I want to extend that to you this morning. Um, his love. I want you to know that you are loved uh, without condition, no matter what. And uh, I believe in you as a 
I believe in the, I believe in Jesus in you. The opportunity and the availability, the just just the guts as a generation to finally go, you know what? I don't think we're gonna do it like that anymore. We don't care if it's a guitar or drums or an organ or the because if it was about that, man, we got the best of those. At some point, a generation's going to rise up and go, isn't this about Jesus? All of it, everything, every piece, isn't it all about Jesus? You know, everything, Kevin, everything. I count it all loss for the surpassing knowledge, the greatness of knowing Christ Jesus. Let me pray for you, all right? God, I thank you so much for the beauty, God, uh, that exists in this room. Just the souls and hearts that, that do have a desire and passion to chase hard after you. God, I, I pray for those that are, that are struggling, God, today. I pray also for those that maybe... Maybe their focus has been to know about you and not just know you. I thank you, God, for a struggle. Thank you for suffering. I thank you for the hard times, God, where all I thought I knew just goes out the window and it comes down to just knowing you. I pray that you would continue to bless this ministry as they push, God, as they push towards growth in you, Christ Jesus. Pray for those that are here that are lost. You'd seek and save that which is lost. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. I want to thank uh, Kevin for sharing his, his heart with you guys this weekend. Um, I'm always amazed at how God's gifted people to show up in a place they don't know a soul here. Um, I just met him literally yesterday, and yet he's able to, Holy Spirit can speak to him and say what's going on in you guys to where he can speak to that. I'm just grateful for that gift and ability that he has to do that. Um, I want to encourage uh, all of you, if you're, if you're someone who you're not, a believer yet. Um, I say yet because I'm hopeful for you. But if you're not a believer yet, or if, you, if, if when, when Kevin asked you to think last night, if you're not a believer or if you're someone who you're not sure if you're a believer or a follower of Christ yet, um, I want to encourage you that um, this is a place, we want this to be a place where you can explore what it means to follow him um, in a way that is gracious and merciful and we want you to know that we're not going to judge you for wherever you are on that journey. Yes, our hope and our prayer is that, is that you'll come to know Christ and live passionately for him. But we're not going to judge you if you're not quite there yet. And so I want to invite you to continue to explore what it means to follow him and ask us hard questions. If you're struggling, come and talk to us. Um, if there are things that have happened in your life that are causing you to doubt and question, well, how can there be... A, love, a loving God. I mean, ask us those questions. We want to answer those questions for you and help you get to know him in the midst of that.
if you're someone who is a believer, but you're, you've sort of strayed from the church, or you feel like you've um, been lost for a while, and you've just kind of gotten away from the body of Christ, I want to invite you to continue to plug in here. Um, I know this can be a difficult place for some of you, and you feel like, well, I don't want to go because I'm that person's going to be there, or that guy's going to be there, and I don't really get on with them. I understand that, but I want to encourage you to to fight through that kind of resistance and plug into the body of Christ and be a part of it, and don't let Satan and your own flesh keep you out of the body of Christ, because when you abandon the body the body of Christ, I think you are. Um, you're helping Satan and the enemy. You're helping them win. And so I want to invite you to continue to plug in here and, um, and learn and grow in your walk with Christ. So um, just so thankful for uh, you guys coming out this weekend. And let's uh, give a clap for Kevin again for coming out this weekend. And and also I want to thank, thank Will and his band at the back there for their help this weekend as well. So thankful for all of you guys. And I want to thank, I want to thank you guys for, um, for bringing your friends this weekend. Um, it was very evident that you did, and so I really appreciate that. You can clap for yourselves. It's okay to be arrogant, at least on that topic. <laughs>